0: Well, ladies and gentlemen, we are back in studio. It's episode 42 of the Daily Intermission. I'm joined, as always, by my co-host, Nate. Nate, how we doing, my man? Pretty good, sir. Pretty good. A um, lot going on in sports world lately. Lots to chat about today. I'm fired up for it. Oh, we got a great episode ahead, but just a lot going on in life right now. In general, I mean, it's... Uh, we've hopefully got some exciting news coming in the next few weeks, but man, it's been a hectic week for the Daily Intermission. It has been. We've been... Uh... I don't know how far, like we've we've been having meetings off the hook. Um, can't really give you guys any more details on it, but you, we'll be announcing anything that happens as soon as we can because we're waiting to fucking tell about it. <laughs> itching at the bit, I think. You know, what is it? We're itching at the bit. Is uh, that the, the saying? I think it is. I don't we're, know. We're we're we want to we want to spread the news. I mean, it's a very exciting. I've uh, never um, wanted to tell somebody something more. Like I'm, I'm pretty good at keeping secrets. I like to think, but I am just having a difficult fucking time with this one. Yeah, I mean, and honestly, too, you know, everything could fall through on our face here. But, uh, but no, I mean, we're uh, we're off and running, man, and, and we're excited. And and as always, thanks for tuning in. But uh, Nate, we're starting rating the NHL this week, dude. Yeah, I, I'm gonna eat my words, and I'm gonna have a formal apology. To all of the Montreal Canadian fans and to the Montreal Canadians in general, I have not believed in you from day one of this year. And you have proved me wrong every single day. I continue not to believe in you, but you have punched your ticket to the Stanley Cup finals. Dude, like, as if a pandemic wasn't crazy enough, if you would have told me, like, not even at the start of this year, like two years ago, I'd be like, yeah, Montreal's going to make it. I'd be like, how? Price is getting older. This team is getting worse. It doesn't make any sense. And I'm, I'm right with you, man. At the start of the year, we both had them out of our playoff, playoff predictions. We had no, There was no chance they were making it. Then even when they got to the first round, I was like, I had a bet with somebody about, well, we both did, about if they yep. weren't going to make the playoffs. I said double or nothing. They lose first round. <laughs> Luckily, they didn't do it. They're in the <laughs> fucking finals. It's They're going to win the cup. It's unbelievable. It really is. And, I mean, Mark Bergevin has got to be the happiest man on the planet Yeah, right he's going to take her down a notch, dude. You see his celly last oh, night when yeah. they won. It's like, did you win the cup or win the conference championship? Man? I mean, we got to talk a little bit about the riot. I mean, they they destroyed the city. They, <laughs> Wait, one more round, folks. It's Vancouver 2011 all over again, man. It could be. You know what the craziest thing about it is, too? Like, they won the conference. It's a big accomplishment. Like, it's sick. Your team's going to the finals. It's fu- like you're fired up. What the fuck are they doing, though? They've got third. they allow 3,500 fans in the rink, and then they have what's known as super spreader capital of the world out front of the building. Do you see how tight-knit everybody is? Oh, yeah. They're setting off fireworks, those guys climbing poles. They're all breathing down each other's necks watching the game. Oh, yeah. It's like, let <laughs> them in the rink. I what know. What are you doing? Like At this point, it's like Fire open the country. Yeah, to, I they're, know. They're, what are they gonna say now? They're gonna have like 400,000 COVID. given. Montreal's out the lunch, we gotta and then Nova Scotia's probably gonna close up again. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. We're it's gonna like, be unlocked. Like, down uh, because Montreal is super spreading. Yeah, well, somebody out in that crowd's got it. There had to be at least one anti vaccine guy. Uh, yeah, that's oh, yeah. like you know what? I'm going to the game tonight and I'm not wearing a mask. And now they've got and and even the cans all of they're just chucking them. Oh yeah, like don't litter. Uh, I know. <laughs> oh my <laughs> yeah, god, man. But uh, it, it's an exciting time to be a Montreal Canadiens fan. There's no doubt about it. Carey prices look phenomenal. I mean, the defensemen have just stepped up and played awesome. I mean. You got to tip your hat to Shea Weber, Ben Sherrod, Joel Edmondson, I mean, Jeff Petrie. I mean, these guys have really played well. They just... I mean, the defending part of the game, it's it's sort of an underrated feature, which is kind of funny to say. I mean, as a defenseman, it's like, you know, we usually value the upside of the offense for a defenseman, but a defenseman that can defend at a high level, I mean... That's why you pay them the big bucks. That's why they're in the back end. They keep the pocket of your net, and they've played awesome. And Carey Price has been phenomenal, man. They got Cole Caulfield, buzzing, unbelievable, man. It's just it's been a recipe for disaster, and and for the other teams, and and yeah. it's just it's 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 awesome to see. They've they've done a hell of a job defending. It's actually been crazy, man. Shea Weber's so good, and I honestly like he's a guy that kind of just like. Not to say he, like flies under the radar, but no one mentions him as like one of the best defensemen in the league. And like maybe like what like six years ago, they were like this guy's an absolute stud. Yeah. Also, I was thinking about when you just mentioned Caulfield. So we had when we did our TikTok live the other night, someone um, mentioned they said is Caulfield the next Matthews? Yeah. And you know what I, I was thinking last night is a good comparable to him is Alex DeBrinket. Okay. Both small shooters. Yeah. Like I think he translates pretty well to him. I think. That's how I would describe him in the future. I'm just going to say he's like a little Dabrinkit. Yeah, it's hard for me to forecast his future right now, but this Cole Caulfield kid, he's going to be a 30-goal scorer, 35-goal so scorer. so fast. Did you see him? Well, obviously you did. The but chip and, and fly oh, by Oh, that was wide. disgusting, man. That chip-by-play, unbelievable. And uh, he just runs right by the D-man. Oh, yeah. Like, he had no hope, man. And then Robin Leonard ducked. <laughs> yeah, I know. Robin Leonard's playing fucking dodgeball. What do you net. Marilyn Manson trying to suck <laughs> his own dick. Tucked in like a that? Is that a rumor? Was that true? I don't know. Like that was spread amongst the earth. I know. It's like, yeah, no, that guy's got no lower ribs, so he can yeah. blow himself. It's like, where did you get this knowledge? Like yeah. It's like who who what if it is fake, who the hell came up with that? I know. That's what I want to know. But uh, but yeah, Robin Leonard, I mean, so I guess we'll shift focus to the Vegas Knights. The Vegas Golden Knights. Um yeah, man, Pete DeBoer. And we kind of talked about this earlier, Nate. And then that's, you know, you kind of... He fucked him. He <laughs> did, man. And and it's kind of the luxury that, that people are striving to have in the NHL these days is two top 1A, 1B goaltenders. Yeah. But it's the situation that Pete DeBoer ran into when 1A has an off night and you go with 1B and 1B you flip back to 1A and then now you've completely fucked the chemistry you've completely fucked everything. Oh, 100%. That's what we were talking about earlier. I was like, well, what was it? I said, "Flurry, this man has won 3 Stanley Cups and he gets the respect of a goalie who just joined the league, man. This guy carries his squads the entire year. He has one he gives up a bad goal, has one bad game, he gets fucking yanked Happened in Pittsburgh." Yep. You know, he had yep. he he literally single-handedly took out Washington in 2017. He has one bad game against Ottawa. They're like Murray, go. Yep. And then the same with this thing, man. Like he has one bad. I mean, Leonard went in in game one of the Colorado series, got absolutely torched. They lost seven-one. And then Flurry has one. Like he coughs up the puck. It's not like he had a bad game. Obviously, that completely screwed them. But I mean, he puts in Leonard. Then Leonard's lights out yep. in that game. So I'm like, you, go you gotta run Leonard again. Yeah. He put in fucking Flurry. I know. Like, what are you doing? you got to run Leonard now, and then if Leonard has one bad game, you put Flory back in. And it comes down to karma is a bitch because it should have been Gerard Galant back there making the decisions because they shafted that guy. It That's another guy who gets shafted. Holy smokes, he got he got torched. Florida. Florida, they sent out, what did they send a van taxi down for him? They're like, yeah, you're done, actually. It's like, I just got coach of the year last year. Halfway through the next season in Florida, they're like, "Nah, yeah, you're not gone. Working. It's like, "Well, how about you give me a player?" I know. I, I, I got the most like. He's got Have the, you looked at my roster? Yeah, He's got the like. What's the word? Not deep. What's the word opposite of deep? Shallow. <laughs> he's got the most shallow lineup I've ever seen in his life. They're like, get rid of him. Put him in a taxi. An wow. NHL team. It's unbelievable, but I mean, it's a disaster for Vegas, and it's hard to. I mean, the Mark Stone put the invisibility cloak from harry potter on <laughs> yeah. i mean that guy had an awful series and they're i mean they that just, whole line didn't score man they had four goals from four, caulfield had as many goals as the vegas whole forward line now it's, it's unbelievable and i mean it's uh it's a testament to 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 how well montreal played and and, and vegas i think they might have they might have flamed out after beating beating colorado well, I would say. Yeah. They won four in a row. You're like, holy shit, they're going to be tough to stop. And then Montreal just comes in. Also, I love Montreal just shoving it down everybody's hoop about the uh, everyone saying the whole year, North Division sucks, North Division's yeah. bullshit. It's like, well, they just beat the wheels off of Vegas, yeah. who were second in the league. So. Exactly. But I mean, it's so, cr- man, hockey's just so weird like that, how this is a team in a normal season, they're not even in the playoffs and they're in the cup final right now. It's insane, man. It's just, it, it is so hard to win. It is so challenging to win because these groups get hot, they get confident, they yep. start playing the right way, they start figuring out the brand of hockey that suits their team and is the winning formula, and they bring it every night, and you get hot, and and, they're, and they just there, it's unbelievable, but they haven't won anything yet. We're not crowning them with anything, Nate, because we got Game Seven tonight. We're recording on a Friday night. Uh, we've got a big weekend ahead of golf, so we are recording on Friday, but it's Game Seven tonight: New York Islanders, Tampa Bay Lightning, to take on. The Montreal Canadiens. what are you what are you thinking here, man? Um, I mean, realistically, like if I was gonna I'm actually my whole DraftKings lineup, I'm going Islanders. Okay. I, I I just want the Islanders to win, but I'm not sure I believe they're going to, but man, it's game seven. Like it's a coin flip out here. But it is. Tampa's so damn good. I don't know. We'll see what happens. I'm rooting for the Islanders because I I want to see an Islanders. Montreal uh, final. Instant for, classic. For whatever. 100%. Instant percent this, this is something straight out of the 1980s, man. 1983 Stanley Cup final matchup, I believe. Those fan bases? Oh, they're... Oh, oh my goodness. No, no matter what happens, guaranteed riot. Yeah. Like, yeah. both ways. Yeah. Both those cities are going up in flames, win yeah. or lose. I think I'm on board with you there. I think I'd love to see a New York Honors Montreal Canadiens final. Um, but, man, like you said, Tampa Bay is just such a handful. If Vasilevsky brings, Vasilevsky brings his stuff... And if Braden Point scores for the tenth straight game, tenth straight game in the playoffs, the guy's that got almost 60 goals yeah. in the playoffs already. What, yeah, No, he doesn't. Yes, he does, man. It's crazy. This guy has got 50, 50-some goals in in his playoff career already. Are you kidding it's me? It's unbelievable, man. It's it. That really, is it, incredible. It, the, the stats behind this guy is is unbelievable. Um, so he's got 36 goals. I'll, I'll correct myself. <laughs> I was gonna there. say he's already got Ovi beat. Like, okay, pretty well, okay. But, but still, I mean, no, it's a ridiculous number, it's man. It's a ridiculous, yeah, I 36. remember. Six. So I was wrong in the stat there. So, Greg, stat check. But 36 <laughs> goals, man. How old's the kid? 25? Man, I don't even think he's that old, is he? It's unbelievable. 24? Shit. Let me just pull it up here. Yeah, yeah. But no, man, it's, that's, a, dude, guys will go through their career with 30, like, you could get, say. That's a career's worth of unreal playoffs. Well, that's the thing, too. Like, look at like Austin Matthews and those guys. You know what I mean? Like, they haven't been that far yet. And um, he's 25. Yep. Good call. Just turned 25. I didn't know he was from Calgary. 25 years old, you have 36 playoff goals. Dude, he's a freak. Went 79th overall. Just because he's tiny it's unreal man the nhl shifting man you go like it is changing when are they gonna start drafting these little guys though like higher like they still just slip it's like man just take a stab at it. Like say you're a yeah. florida and arizona i mean arizona's got no draft pick this year because they do something every season they were bringing it. up guys to do chin-ups a little early but yeah um but yeah when are they gonna start drafting these little dudes man they they buzz every year like caulfield what was caulfield is he your first uh your first rounder I feel like he probably yeah, wasn't. Just his 13th overall or something. 15th overall. 15th. Okay. Yeah. yeah. So um, maybe it's starting now. Yeah. Well, the shift is 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 here. The game is, is yes. beginning to get faster. The size and and I mean that will always be the there's a place for the for the size and the physicality, but your top two lines better have some speed and skill because. It's, it's going to be coming at you fast. The game's getting faster. And, and, uh, and you saw last night with Caulfield using his speed to beat McNabb wide. I mean, it's yeah. just, it's, it's such a, a valuable, uh, piece to have, but, it, it's uh, funny when like you say it like that too, cause you're like beating McNabb wide. Like when you say McNabb, I, it just strikes me as someone who is slow. Yeah, I don't know yeah. why it just doesn't sound like he's quick. No, but. I mean, anyway, it's, it's pretty crazy, but, uh. No, it's it's game seven tonight. I'm 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 on board with you. I want the Islanders to win. I think that that is going to make for the most enjoyable I, I, Stanley Cup Finals. I think so. I just think Tampa's going to get it done. And then I I mean I want Montreal. I kind of want Montreal to win the cup, which is just wild because I used to I used to be able to not stand them, but I don't know. Either the I just want the Islanders or Montreal to win. Don't care either one. Yep. I just don't want Tampa to win again. I don't want to see Montreal win, but you know what? Who at this point? I'm just watching for the enjoyment of hockey. Obviously, our teams are long gone, so. Um, um, one more thing just before we move on, but yep. I saw this thing online about how uh, Tampa Bay, they're like, if Tampa wins the cup this year, they're going to win three cups that shouldn't have counted, is what they were like going off about. I think it was just some bitter fan, but he was saying, because <laughs> it's it, true, because of Calgary. In 2004, Calgary, yep. like, I think beat them because they had yeah, that, that goal. goal. Yep. And then 2020 was like this COVID crapshoot where there's no fans. And then this year, they're $18 million over the salary cap. So yeah. everyone's like, fuck these guys. Yeah. That's what I'm saying. Like, screw them. They're yeah. so good though. It's they've got It's almost nice... unfair that they have that team. Oh, it's like it's so juiced. And I think uh another point just just to end our NHL segment is that you think you got to think that Seattle's going to take advantage of some of these teams that are right up against the cap. Oh, my good god. Yeah. yeah. There's there wasn't a better time for an expansion team to come in post-pandemic. Yeah. Like these teams the salary cap's not going up for like 5 years. Like yeah. they're they're rolling, man. They're going to they're going to be set. <clears throat> no, it's uh, it's going to be exciting. But uh, we will set up and preview and predict the NHL Stanley Cup Finals next week. Yep. Uh, but it's Game 7 tonight, like we said. Uh, Nate, moving into the NBA. I mean, obviously we don't always have too much to say about the NBA. But I want to start off with the point guard of the Philadelphia 76ers. <laughs> the guy who's on a max contract deal, making $30 million a year. And in from Game 4 to Game 7... The Philadelphia 76ers are playing the Atlanta Hawks. Ben Simmons, a point guard, didn't attempt a shot in the fourth quarter of games 4-7. to And see, this is where I've got to ask you here. Why? Why? It is unbelievable. Are they all over him that much? He can't physically get a shot away? Or no. no, is he's just not a shooter? He just can't shoot, and he doesn't have the well, confidence. He doesn't have What, he was the 34%? Nuts. Doesn't have the nuts. Was he 34% at the free throw line, for God's sake? Oh, he's... it's Jesus, man. You could get me out there blindfolded. I think I could find it more than that. It's probably tough. not, but, like... It's tough, man. It's because this is a team that was a perennial tanker. They tanked. They got Markel Foltz, mm-hmm. who couldn't shoot. you see that first overall guy yeah first overall couldn't shoot he had to re-engineer his shot he's moved on he's playing in Orlando now but Ben Simmons shot they got Joel Embiid I think third overall awesome player he's a potential MVP he's a great great center but center is is a piece of the puzzle in the NBA that you need but you also need a supporting cast a backcourt especially Ben Simmons man that guy I mean he's getting ripped apart big time Doc Rivers the coach has has, oh that interview was tough man well, would they, would they asked him, do you think Ben is a starting uh, point guard on any championship team in the league? He said, I don't know. It's like, which well, is, there's your fucking a answer. answer. Yeah, right it's now. like, no. Yeah. But Doc Rivers has had a tough few years, man. Yeah. I mean last year with the Clippers, I mean the Clippers went flamed out big time last year in the playoffs and yeah. oh my goodness he got ripped <laughs> over, sent over to Philly who have had a fantastic year and then you get your point guard, your 30 million dollar point guard not even attempting a shot in the fourth quarter of your of the biggest games of the year. So man, Philly there's a lot to to handle there. Obviously that fan base is super passionate and they have been feeling the heat. So we'll see yeah. we'll see what happens there but you got um, feel for Philly fans too like there's such like crackheads of oh. fans kind of thing you know what i mean like they're passionate. always doing something crazy yeah passionate yeah. it's a good word but yeah. like when shit go, doesn't go right they're no they're straight up liabilities man oh yeah like it's crazy 100 percent. um but no i mean the the semifinals is set man it's the suns versus the clippers which is now tied 1-1 Yep. um and we've got the hawks versus the bucks and uh i mean from the, if you look at it you know from a holistic standpoint i mean The teams that have stacked up and and the parity issue in the nba and the teams that are paying these big three to come in none of them are around yeah so i think from the nba standpoint they're pretty happy with this final four i'd imagine i mean i just remember how many years in a row it was cleveland golden state cleveland golden state cleveland golden state i'm like man this just got to be boring for some people like unless you're hopped on the golden state bandwagon like so many have yep and or if you're just a big LeBron fan that's the only way you're getting any enjoyment out of that but these other fan bases just for years couldn't get anybody in the final because yeah, everybody's just stacking yeah, i know did it not start when was was LeBron the first like was that the first time well, they went to Miami, or I think there is a bit of a history in it, but I mean, that but nothing to that. Like, in the he had history. a show on ESPN, that dude. The decision, I know, and the way he said it was so brutal. I'm gonna take my talents to South Beach. I know, it's like sick. I remember watching that, me too. Yeah, um, but uh, but no, a I mean, TV that show. that was certainly the most recent. Um, I mean, I mean, you got Kevin Durant, Paul Pierce, or not Kevin Durant, Kevin Garnett, Paul Pierce, Ray mm. Allen. You he got, got yes, that's right, got, that's like 08 Celtics, yeah, yeah, uh, you got LeBron. Um, Chris Bosch, Dwayne Wade you got LeBron Kevin Love Kyrie Irving yep. um, I mean it's it, it happens these big three I mean this year it failed due to injury I think for the most part with uh, James Harden Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving but I mean, it's uh, it's crazy, but it's good for the NBA, man. And and Nate, I mean, do you have a team that you you're rooting for? Do you have a team that you like? Uh, I'll go probably the Suns. I like uh, I like Devin Booker a lot. Yeah, he's uh, he's been an absolute freak. Yeah, he and is. Stephen A. Smith coming out and saying he's the next Kobe Bryant. I think we got a whoa whoa back. Well, <sighs> like Stephen A. Smith, like these these sports media hosts and these media analysts, they come out with the hottest takes, and I don't know if it's to go viral. But Devin Booker, I mean, obviously, too, he's dating Kylie Jenner. Yeah, is, is that, that good? good? <laughs> like, that's Holy fucking unbelievable. God. No, Kendall Jenner. Kendall, sorry. The hottest, she's the hottest yeah, one. Yeah, she is. I yeah. like her the best. Oh, yeah, she is for sure. I mean, I get them all mixed up. Yeah, um, it's hard to say. Like, yeah, I mean, the Kardashians and the Jenners, I don't even know. Um, you ever watched any of that reality series? I've seen Clip it's or whatever on social media, but God, I've never it watched it. it's just awful. Um, But no, I mean, yeah, CP3, I think, is deserving of a ring. I, th- I mean, honestly... That's going to be a tough series for them to get by, but, uh, but Kyrie, uh, or Kawhi Leonard was in the press box last night with his family. He's not playing right now, but Paul George had a big game. We'll see. We'll see what happens in that series. I like the, I think the Bucs, I mean, they're down one nothing to the Atlanta Hawks, which has been a truly a, a Cinderella run, really. Uh, Trey Young's playing out of his mind. John Collins playing great ball. But uh, I think the Bucks. I think Giannis, I think it's going to be, I think it's going to be Bucs-Suns. And that's, I mean, that's, that's pretty exciting. That's going to be a sweet, yeah. Yeah. It's going to be awesome. But, uh, Yeah. Kevin Durant now, uh, I mean the, the U S Olympic team has now rounded in. I mean, you might as well hand them to gold. Well, they win every year. It's the other, the other countries may, they're showing up with participation. They're showing up for participation trophies. Oh my goodness. Well, we talked a little little bit about it last episode and and who was going to be on there. Um, but I mean the commits that, that, uh, that have the commits that have committed, uh, to the team are, are truly phenomenal. I mean, you got uh, Bam Adebayo who who committed and uh, and Kevin Durant and and I mean we ha- we said last episode you got Devin Booker I you Devin got Booker. Bradley Beal you got uh, Jason Tatum I mean Steph Curry. Uh, I, I'm, is is Curry going? I don't know. Like, see how hard yeah. is it to find? I, like, I know. can I get a roster? Yeah, it's challenging to Google, but no, that team's going to be unbelievable. But Nate, we're going to move on, man, because yeah. we haven't recapped last week's U.S. Open, and we are going to move into the PGA Tour because last week's U.S. Open was one to remember that leaderboard on sunday i mean we were oh. talking about it it was jam-packed it was wild man and you saw so many guys just fall off too like Mackenzie hughes you oh. know he's right there going into the final day and then he bogeys whole one and i'm like and you may as well forget about him yeah Done. russell henley i mean he was right there in the mix he knew he was going to collapse Man, you gotta feel for Louis Oosthuizen, man, it just it feels yeah. like that guy is just sniff he's got toonie sized nostrils sniffing around the trophy. <laughs> Are they that big? He No, no, but just, when yeah, he's, figures. Yeah. yeah, I gotcha. But when he he just can't get it done, man. He's a just a runner-up machine. But uh but no, man, the leaderboard was 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 super stacked. And and John Rom, who if if you'd forgotten, I mean, three weeks ago at the memorial, he was Six, 18 under through three days, six shots clear of the field, and test positive for COVID. Oh man, it I forgot about that. Man. That's brutal. And so, so John Rahm leaves the tournament, loses one point six million dollars, a ton of points, a ton of FedEx points, but storms back, birdies the seventeenth and eighteenth hole to win the U.S. Open, the first Spaniard ever to do it. Man, what a, what a tremendous victory it was yeah. for for John Rahm, and 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 really, man, like this guy's gonna win multiple majors. He is one. Hell of a player. He is. That was a tough interview to watch, too, when he got called off for the um, the COVID. Oh, dude. Like, the guy comes up to him, and he's just like, he's just like, no, 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 like, mumbling to him, and then he's just like, are you kidding? Yeah. He's like, again, man? I know. He's, and like you said, he was so clear. What? Man, Deshambo, dude. He was so far up. Like, he was, what, four under going into the 10th hole or something like that? He was in the lead, standing on the 10th hole. R- yes, okay. And he had to change his underpants after the round because he <laughs> shit the bed oh my goodness it was bad dude it was terrible what do yeah. you he went bogey 10 bogey 11 and double bogey 12 i think yeah i think pushed him ahead a little so i think he bogeyed 11 okay. bogey yeah and then double and then he took a quad what yeah, he i didn't a, know that yeah he took a quad he was Jeez five Christ. understanding in the first on the on the on the 10th tee and he finished the tournament plus three i mean that guy jesus a quad was he me on men's night <laughs> he was unbelievable man but but uh no, seriously, what a what a U.S. Open it was, and and now we we've got one more major left in the year. In, in, uh, in about three weeks' time, we're we're heading to England for the British Open. Uh, we haven't had that in two years because it was canceled last year due to COVID. So uh, we'll keep you updated. And uh, this week, the Travelers Championship, the tournament that Bubba Watson has won three times in his career, he's got two runners up, and he is leading after after two days. So I would see Bubba Watson sniffing around. Did you see uh, the clip of him on the second hole and his driver exploded? Oh, oh yeah. Yeah, unbelievable. What happens in that situation? Does he get a new one or nope, nope? Okay. His caddy looked like he was fixing it. It looked like he had he was... the means of fixing the driver. Okay. Yeah, I think it was the uh, the piece that you screw in. I think it like, okay. came unscrewed. Jesus. Um, like just absolutely wailing at it. But yeah, but yeah, Bubba Watson in the lead at the Travers Championship this week. So we'll keep you updated with that. Um, yeah, Bryson with the huge collapse. And uh, love to see it. It's. It, I mean, it was unbelievable. But uh, but Nate. We are overdue to venture into the MLB because- Yes, we are. We have really neglected it for a bit. We have neglected the MLB, and this pitcher situation right now, with the pine tar and the substance used on their hands, is unbelievable. It's getting out of hand, no pun intended. (laughs) Well worded though. Yes, it's, it's, it's remarkable. I'll be honest with you. Like, I know it's probably frustrating for, like, a hardcore MLB fan to be watching it because it's constant, man. Like, they are doing every half inning they're checking. And then I've seen a few – a couple games I was watching, man, they're just checking mid-inning. Like, just all of a sudden. Like, pitchers in his rhythm, and then they got the guy coming out. They're going to have to figure out a system where, like, they're going to have to penalize the team if they're wrong. You know what I mean? 100%. Or else it's just going to be just stoppages. And that's a big thing they were trying to do in baseball is speed up the game. Yeah, it can be painful, and it's – in its, you know, just his normal state. But then you get these fucking managers looking to check and everybody man, and their every- children on the way into the ring. I know or the, the arena. But then you get Tyler Glass now and these guys, Trevor Bauer. They're ball whining field. about, you know, how they need it and how the ball is hard to grip. It's like, are you kidding me? You're well, complaining uh, that you're cheating and yeah. you're saying that you need it. You didn't hear Tom Brady after he was suspended for four games with the deflated ball saying, Oh, I need it though. Yeah. How am I supposed to throw it? It's like, Well, what'd you do your whole life? It's a big football. What they use, they try to use sweat a lot, right? So when it's like to get some grip. Yeah. Yeah. But Pine Tar works much better out here, according to uh, Chapman. (laughs) (laughs) That's right. (laughs) Um, Honestly, though, I was going to say as well, um, it's been for me exciting to watch i get a kick out of it all uh, the searching hilarious. like max scherzer the other day <laughs> yeah, he's well, down. Joe, Di- no no that was the oakland guy Oh yeah, yeah. um but no max scherzer you got joe girardi on the phillies he comes out he's like he's and you know like if, if anybody's unfamiliar with joe girardi just take a quick google like a quick youtube search guys Former Yankee. Yo, he's a That's client. He's a He's like, check him. Like, you can hear him. He's just, check him. He goes over. Max Scherzer rips off his hat, takes off his glove. After he uh, strikes the guy out and ends the inning, stares Joe Girardi down the whole way to the dugout, takes his glove off, takes his hat off. He's just staring right at him. It is absolute comedy. Joe Girardi freaks out. He gets kicked out of the game. <laughs> it's an absolute zoo. And then you have the guy on the athletics. The pitcher comes off. The starts walking over to him right away. He's like, you can tell the guy on Oakland just like, for the love of God, you're doing it again! Like you just checked me mid inning. He takes off his glove. He takes off his hat. He unbuttons his pants. <laughs> takes his pants off on the field, man! It is absolutely <laughs> hilarious. It is. It is a clown act right now in the MLB. But I mean, it's hilarious. I love it. it it's it's good. It's good content, and it, it is. It's exciting to watch. And and man, the MLB is 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 cracking down on the on the substance abuse issue. <laughs> with the pitchers and and uh, and yeah, we got pit we got star pitchers complaining because they need it. We got pitchers stripping down because they're not using it. It is truly something to see. Um, but uh, but no. I want to get some of this pine tar stuff and just try it out, just rip it around. Well, I just want to see how much I can like how fast I can throw. Okay, which well, probably not that quick. We might have we might have we might have to hit the radar gun outside of a stadium sometime yes um, we may yeah i'd give her about a 69 mile per hour there's <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> not gonna be much heat on that bad boy um but a uh, change up no absolutely um before we move out of the mlb though nate this otani character from from the los angeles angels man like how impressive is this guy comes in he can throw 100 miles an hour down the gut and then the next thing he can rip a fucking bomb out left field it's like are you kidding me i think the best way to describe this guy is just he's a video game create a player it's like I'm the pitcher and I also hit dingers like Big Al. In the Little Big it's World crazy. Series. It's so crazy. It's like it's like this guy, it would be like a guy going and playing the first quarter as quarterback and then going in the second quarter or a second quarter going in as a receiver. Yeah. Well, or just like the quarter he's throwing it to himself kind of thing. You know? <laughs> it's just it, chucking it down the field and he's yeah, getting it. Oh, it's crazy. Like, it's wild. And we were talking about the stat before, uh, he's the first pitcher to ever, I believe, like go a scoreless inning maybe or something like that and then hit a home run the bottom half of that inning like starting off it's some some crazy stat like that but yeah this and he's not slowing down i remember we were talking about this a few months ago and we yeah. were like well how how long does this hold up you know what i mean yeah. how long can a guy who's pitching throwing his arm all the hell gonna be able to just absolutely bag albert Pruhol's homers oh it's like and he's still doing it it's crazy man it really is and i mean you have to think he's going to be in the mvp race i mean How valuable is a guy like that to have? He's got to be MVP if he keeps this up, like even for another month. And and, I mean, we won't disrespect Vladdy Jr., who's having an awesome season as well, hitting home run every night. I know it's crazy, absolutely insane. But uh, but the Jays pitching—it's been the narrative all year. So I don't know if the Jays—I mean—they're gonna—they're gonna gonna need some pitching if they want to go on a run. So, Um, and I mean, the division they're in—I mean, you got the Rays, who for some reason are always unreal for having a—you know. Five million dollar (laughs) payroll. Yeah, there's like the catchers making like ten grand a year. Oh yeah, yeah. (laughs) that's hilarious, man. And the meanwhile, the Yankees down in third place. There, they've got one guy making four hundred thousand dollars, (laughs) four hundred million. Then they they probably got their camera guys making more than the whole Rays squad, like. It's still unreal. losing. It's unreal. Orioles are a wagon, eh? Oh, jeez. 23-52. Yeah. and 52. <laughs> yeah. Holy smokes. Yeah, that, that organization is hitting. One thing I always When was lo- the last time the Baltimore Orioles were relevant? <laughs> well, for the love of Jesus. I mean, they haven't changed the divisions forever. They're just absolutely log jammed. You got the Red Sox and Yankees, <laughs> two of the most profitable teams in baseball. And then you got the Baltimore Orioles, which just happens to be one of the poorest areas in the States. Oh, It's, it's brutal. I always love looking at the standings and just seeing... Um, if... Like how bad some team is. I remember the Detroit Tigers. Man, they used to lose a hundred games a year. I think it's worth noting too, Nate, that uh, oh, the Houston Astros. I mean, they've won eleven games in a row. They are on the the, the notorious tour of the century, getting booed by every ballpark. For them. I love that. Dude. I don't know if they'll ever live that down. I mean, how can you? I know. Do you ever see those memes they made about it too? It's just like they're getting ready to pitch, and then it's just uh, it's like the or, or the Astros dugout, and then it's them with the Phil Collins like doo 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 for the on the gas. Or if I were ever an MLB game with the Houston Astros I would start so many chants oh we'll be going to work <laughs> <laughs> I would be starting so many chants um, oh my think of the stuff you but this come. Mattress Mac character this big gambler in Vegas he put 3.9 million bucks they've won 11 straight games on them winning the World Series he won a bunch of money on them in 2019 he was probably part of the whole fucking operation no um, they didn't they didn't win it in 2019 Nationals did Nationals okay. beat them in game okay, 7 2020, Howie sorry. Kendrick smacking it off the foul so so it's 2020 they won 20 i thought it was 2018 okay yeah, yeah. okay Because yeah, 29 yeah. 2020 was dodgers last year yeah okay yeah yeah. yeah 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 okay yeah um yeah you're right but he um, still could have eased he probably made a ton of money because they were a fire wagon through the season and all the way to game seven yeah that's right well yeah this guy anyway he's a big gambler and he's he's on the astros once again so so uh yeah i mean nate 3.3 we're moving on from the mlb into the euro soccer and uh and yeah, we've got the final 16 set. And I don't know how much you guys are following the Euro soccer, but it's been, you know, pretty exciting. I mean, the stars are the stars are performing. I mean, Cristiano Ronaldo is lighting it up. Yep. Um I mean, it's been uh, it's been awesome. Most of the big countries have moved on, but uh but there are some great matchups in the in the in the sweet 16 here and uh, or the round of 16, whatever you'd like to call it, and there are some tough roads, too. Dude, there is it's going to be wild. Like I I can't remember a round of 16 like this with so many like Big match like we've got some straight up semifinals yeah. in the round of sixteen here. I mean like you got Belgium and Portugal, which is going to be an absolute bloodbath. England Germany is going to be an unbelievable game as well, and it's just it's it's a shame like one of those teams has to lose. You know like Germany's coming off a World Cup win or I- no. Argentina won. I, I can't remember who won when they in twenty fourteen. But I think my favorite part about the round of sixteen now is that you get that fucking draw is gone, and now we go to penalties. Oh, and that, that is, is the best, dude. It actually is. Like yeah. I don't think soccer gets a lot of credit. A lot of credit for um. um how many sorry i was just looking how many at draws phone. well not even how many draws just like how sick penalty kicks are oh like dude if it if it gets into overtime i'm like get this shit over with because it's not even sudden death ot yeah which it probably yeah, should be because I mean, for you know. the love of god it's the hardest sport to score yep. and they run it through it's like you score early in the overtime it's like jesus boys we're gonna just play defense for 15 minutes but penalty kicks is sick oh i can't wait to watch it no so we got england and germany which is going to yeah. be a heck of a matchup. you got Belgium-Portugal, yeah. it's going to be a heck of a matchup. But man, like you said, the Netherlands look like they've got the cleanest route to the semifinals. Man. Yeah, yeah. That's what I was saying. Like, I've... I obviously put some bets on Belgium and France at the beginning. But, you know, looking back on it, I probably would have avoided the France um, bet had I taken a better look at the group. Yeah. Because, I mean, they were – it was Portugal, France, and Germany, which, for the love of God, I don't even understand how that was drawn up. Yeah. Like, that's crazy. Sorry, mid-stroke here. Um, But, yeah, Netherlands is playing Czech Republic, and then I assume they're going to win that game. And if they do, they get the winner of Wales and Denmark. So, I mean, like, I think it's a foregone conclusion they're in the semis. And then after that, like, I mean, some of these other teams are going to get beat up, man. You never know what's going to happen here. How the heck did Sweden and Ukraine get matched up? that's what I'm kind of wondering about Wales and Denmark Yeah, like who their groups were obviously dog water yeah for sure um, Sweden Ukraine's got to be the worst jersey matchup in, in recent history Yeah, just the exact same colors yeah. and knowing Sweden they probably don't have a white one they probably just have a, a yellow with a blue and then a yeah. blue with a yellow so, and then Ukraine does the same thing I think so it's going to be an absolute cluster out they there. they might, might have might, pennies I was going to say <laughs> they might be the word pennies like it's under six absolute mess at the Euros no so we'll be keeping you updated with the Euros and how that goes um but I think that's going to wrap up our sports talk for the day and we are heading into our segment for this week. Brand spanking new and it's going to be a good one, boys. <laughs> we have our top 5 favorite childhood movies. This is going to be bring a lot of nostalgia to to a lot of the listeners because there are some classics involved yes, in this yes and we'll break are. down some of the flicks and some of the some of the cinema cinematography that was uh that was provided in some of these movies. Nate, I'm going to start things off here, though, but yes. I'm starting things off with Jimmy Carey and The Mask. Yeah. Okay. So this one's one that kind of scared the shit out of me as a child. Okay. Remember uh, the dog with the mask? Yeah, man. What is it with him and always having a dog in his movies? You know what I mean? Like in The Grinch, too? I guess that's kind of like just part of The Grinch, but it's, I don't know, man. That's a, that's a creepy movie, no? Oh, it was awesome. I think that that's when I fell in love with Cameron Diaz. She was unbelievable on that. I can't even remember it. I've oh. seen it, but I can barely remember it. Yeah, no. Well, he gets this mask and he gets superpowers and he's kind of like taking on villains and he's got, anyway, it, it's an instant classic. I haven't seen it for years, but no. I, I mean. It lives in the, in the memory bank of your childhood. Oh my goodness. Does it ever? A All I mean, what do you got for your first one here, bud? All right. My first one, I'm going to go from least funny to funniest. Okay. So I'm starting with Air Bud. <laughs> Air bud. Oh my goodness. I mean. You want to talk about beating a dead horse? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Welcome to the Airbud series, ladies and gentlemen. It's like, all right, guys, we had a successful run here. What was the first one? Soccer? It Had to be soccer. Was Air it Bu- Airbud? I thought it was basketball. Could have been, uh, man. There's volleyball, soccer, basketball, dude. Okay, <laughs> yes, there was the volleyball. You know, and a lot of those sports, it's like you know what, I can I can get past this, and I can I can watch this. Like you know, it's a it's a dog jumping up, hitting it into a hoop, or it's kicking. Out. What is he, the goalie in soccer? I believe I he was. Played, he oh, was. he was, Tendi. Yeah, which he was. Is, Could you imagine? Just picture euros right now. It's like we're putting a dog in. <laughs> yeah. it's like, oh, you may as well go look for another job, buddy. Like this dog. The okay, so like as I go back to the beating the dead horse thing, like they must have been all out of options. I remember watching the fucking baseball one, dude. Do you remember this? No. The dog Hold is standing at the plate with the bat in its mouth. The pitch comes in. The dog goes like this. Turns, it, turns its head, auto dinger. You know he's hitting. It. What do you think he's not hitting dingers? Yeah, exactly. Yeah, no, he's just a bunt guy. I mean, every ball sport they could handle. Airbud was the star. I, you know what? I'm just gonna take a search <laughs> up. I want to see the money made. I think on it's honorable mention to most valuable primate. Remember MVP? <laughs> imagine, imagine making that he one was a now. Skateboarder. <laughs> imagine making that movie now. Most valuable for Ivy. Most valuable. Play uh, hockey, too. Yeah, hockey. A and monkey. And skateboarding. A monkey. He was filling These in the These things gaps. eat their own feces. You're <laughs> going to put them on, their t- on, a, on a sports team? How can you trust them in a locker room? Oh, my goodness, man. I just it want to was- look up the total money made for Airbud. The film was financially successful, grossing four minutes. totaling $27 million on it. its run to $3 million, But Okay, so 27 That's definitely the first one i mean they're i mean the the airbud they're they're classics man yeah oh yeah they are for sure that's just a movie you have yeah for some reason you have them every day or like everybody growing up has an every airbud movie yeah like it's just the way it is yeah what's your second one though all right we're moving into this is another classic and this is a shout out to rest in peace robin williams but jumanji was an absolute classic it was remade but the first one it is a scary ass film man so there's a board game i don't think you've seen this one have you no, I haven't. Which is so unfortunate. I haven't seen a lot of films. We talked about this before because I remember when we talked about the uh, all-time sports movie and I said, Goon, you nearly shot me in the head. Yeah. 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 Because, yeah, I just haven't seen a lot. I don't know, man. I just get bored. Yeah. I Good mean... Long movie. I, yeah, I guess... I mean, I don't know what I was doing my childhood, but I was consuming movies. But, dude, Jumanji, man, they get sucked into this board game and, like, real life is going... Like, there's, like stampedes of animals there's yeah i remember bats, it's just a, it's a scary movie as a child but i mean it was an instant classic for me well and you know they do the remake and you know of course you if you could guess the cast doing a remake you better oh. believe it's dwayne the rock johnson and <laughs> kevin hart yeah. like dwayne the rock johnson hasn't turned down a movie role since 1975 has he oh dude guys in everything man you name a series a prominent series and the rocks probably had a role in it you've seen the other guys Dude, that is so. Funny. Him, when, <laughs> him, what is We're it? They, him and Mark Samuel are on the roof. Oh, <laughs> they're too big name because they're on the roof. They're like you, the guys run away. You're like, you think of what I'm thinking. Aim for the bushes. <laughs> they, they jump go through the concrete. They jump through the roof off the roof of a, like a parking complex and die. Like ten minutes into the movie, they're just gone. Dwayne The Rock Johnson, Samuel L. Jackson. I know. Like it, it, that was the funniest part of the whole thing. Oh, like, dude, I died. Oh, I like the desk pop part that is good uh, stuff yeah with uh yeah with will ferrell and, and was, mark Wahlberg's just those we, guys are all there, time that's an awesome was, movie. someone used that in call of duty one yeah. time we were <laughs> you shoot at your own team like sorry boy that's desk, <laughs> so desk pop so desk pop all right good. my second one is space jam oh all time being shit man all this all is time. a good movie the only thing i kind of you know when you think about it now it's like yeah okay michael's secret stuff was placebo effect i guess because it was actually water but i'm pretty convinced it was steroids they yep. gained superpowers after drinking the water yeah, yeah. like you can say it was placebo michael but if they had a testing kit down there you're yeah. going to prison dude it, it's hilarious too to think about those fiction movies like jumanji and, and space Jam, are similar michael jordan's playing golf and he gets sucked through the golf hole. It's like, really? Yeah. And then he goes to Looney Tuneville. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Playing the mon Is that what it is? Yeah. Bunch of, like. <sighs> we'll see how the sequel is this summer, Nate. Oh, it's going to be a shit show. With the brown You can do the, uh, watch for Dwayne The Rock Johnson in it. That's all I'm saying. It's yeah. a sequel. Yeah. Kevin Hart probably too. Yeah, that, I You'll mean. You'll see. Good point. Good point. Alright, we're moving on to the Goonies. Goonies, all-time classic, man. Another movie where they just go on quite the run. They go on a treasure hunt and they find themselves in some sticky situations. But dude, all-time movie. Um, I don't really have too much to say about it. And I know you haven't seen that one either. I haven't, but I do have a point on it. Um, Have you seen Outer Banks? i was watching an interview you know chase stokes he's the guy he's yep. the main guy john yep. b yeah he was saying like when he first got into the outer banks um thing when he was first auditioning he was like no nah, i'm not doing this because it was he thought it was a goonies remake okay because it was like they're hunting hunt. treasure and yep. stuff yeah and then anyway he said they ended up doing the uh like running through the script he's like oh this is nothing like it he's like hell yeah i'm about to get rich yeah, yeah. <laughs> like there's a bunch of kids in the goonies and uh there's the there's just there's this fat kid and they're like bullying him and they try to let him in the house and they're like, do the truffle shuffle. And he like takes oh, his oh. shirt off and he's like... Yes, okay. I, I, the only thing I've seen on that is the family guy, like when they do the movie remakes and yeah, they okay, pretend yeah. to be the characters. Yeah, uh, yeah. The, do truffle the truffle shuffle. shuffle. I can't <laughs> yeah. remember what kid it is though. It's hilarious. Awesome stuff. Okay, my next one is uh, Go Pinocchio. Okay. And I'll be honest, it just pops into my head. I don't even think I've seen it in probably 15 to 20 years. Yeah. but And the only thing that really rings out to me, because I can't remember the film, is just the family guy skit again where there's uh, a... <laughs> The the guy like bends over and get trying to get Pinocchio to <laughs> Pinocchio to lie to him. He's like he's like, Did you take the last cookie? And he's like right behind him. He's like, No, I swear. He's like, Well you could tell me. He's like, You can lie if you want, I'd never know. Like, he's got this nose right by his ass. He's like <laughs> That is all time. Oh, that's good stuff, man. Seth MacFarlane, genius. I don't know why Pinocchio's not a gif used more often, man. His nose grows when he lies. Like, that could be such... An, that's an underutilized gif. And, it is. And, and, well, it's because no one making memes nowadays. It wasn't even around. Yeah, that's you right. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah. you gotta, we gotta educate some... Actually, we'll just start doing it. Yeah, we might <laughs> have. Like, we yeah. got that. Yeah, yeah. They, Kids are using no cap these days when they could use... What the fuck is that? I <laughs> <laughs> don't no That is idea. my least favorite saying, I think, ever. No cap and it seems and just, like throw a hat down it's like what does that mean yeah or it's cap it's like oh, what does that mean yeah it's stupid man that, that one's bad i hate the ones that sound so like they sound so like what's the word i'm looking for they're um they just don't sound like anything remotely like you would actually say it's like yeah. you're saying it just because it's like a trend thing yeah or it's like i hate when people say facts too yeah it's like facts it's like okay like <laughs> uh, what's your next one <laughs> all right well this one is another all-time instant classic from the childhood. It is Oliver Twist. Please, sir, may I have some more? <laughs> yeah, that one's—I uh, mean—borderline um, treason. Yeah, I mean, and this kid's just being starved out of an orphanage, correct? Yes, he is. But like, uh, but he ends up joining porridge. joining with the pickpocketers, and uh, what what a route! Yeah, what a what a movie! What a way to show kids you can get out of an orphanage oh dude you go start robbing people yeah it's, no, it's <laughs> what not. a storyline it is an all-time classic and, and it is actually a storyline that you get quite invested in oh my god um yeah. it's uh no but it is an all-time classic and uh nate you gotta go with your number two and we've got the same number one okay okay yeah. i love that my number two is 101 dalmatians i just remembered as a kid like yep. having the shit scared out of me by cruella de vil and if we just break down the Premise of that movie. I believe they were skinning dogs. <laughs> that is just so borderline. How is that a that's children's a Disney film? film? Disney's fucked though. Like they Jeez. have some crazy stuff, dude. Yeah. What skinning dogs, man? That is that's right. gotta be up there on... on How uh, do you even list? Like, Yeah, it's wild stuff. Yeah, but, but I mean, yeah, that I mean that's kind of first like two head like I mean it's almost like a it's like a unicorn almost like a Dalmatian. You're like, those dogs are crazy looking, like with the white patches or the black patches on the white or and uh, vice versa, or vice versa, yeah. yeah. And uh, and then you see, like, you see one in person, you're like, "There's no way, like, those are actually a dog." Yeah, it's true. You're- I don't think actually. I'm gonna come out and say I don't even know if I've ever seen a Dalmatian. I haven't, as far as I'm concerned. They're a figment of our imagination. Yeah, they they certainly could be. All right, Nate, our number one childhood movie here. This is going to take a little bit of breaking down. Oh, my good God. And it is an unbelievable flick. It's a great film. It is starred by Danny DeVito, who is an unbelievable character in it. Matilda! Woo! Miss Honey, how are you? Oh, my Miss Honey. <laughs> yes. rocket! And let's not forget. Okay, I watched this one time. I remember, uh, I think it was like grade seven or something, like after the fact. Me and a buddy counted how many federal offenses were committed in this oh in my. this movie. And it had to be upwards of seventy. Okay. Let's break down a few of these scenes here. Okay. Just a few crunch bowl which makes a kid eat an entire chocolate cake in front of the what school. An environment to go into. Imagine being a new kid and be like, Yeah, that poor kid had to eat the whole cake and then doesn't he just like burp or something after he's Sally's, he Sally's Yeah he's Sally's yeah maybe pukes, I can't remember. Uh, another thing we mentioned was um actually you know what, I'm gonna get it out of the way early here. The Chokey. <laughs> the Chokey. A closet. <laughs> no, not a closet. It was essentially a coffin with spikes on the other end. You couldn't move inside it. You had to sit there in a Chokey. That was Imagine, like going home and telling your parents, being like, hey, yeah, you know, I don't know what's going on at this school, yeah. but I got in trouble today. Instead of sitting in the principal's office, they shoved me in a coffin with <laughs> nails on the other side of it. and I couldn't move. My, If I was the parent, I'd be like, where do you even come up with this stuff? Because that is not happening in our local <laughs> school. There was an innocent blonde girl with pigtails that Miss Trunchbull throws about, I mean... Over the mountains, she, Uncle Rico style. She could have <laughs> been in the Olympics for the shot put with the throw. It was unbelievable. Why the pigtail spins her a good three or four times, launches her right towards a sharp, jagged black fence, <laughs> which she just clears. Flies it and then and then, and the then starts collecting flowers while sliding one. Yeah, as if nothing happened, and it's not gonna hurt you for the rest of your life mentally. Oh my goodness. What a film, dude. And then what she gets adopted. How, how about Danny DeVito just back to it? He's a con artist <laughs> car salesman. He cracks the numbers back on the kilometers. He's like, hey, you get the power drill. Harry, set that up. It's oh like that. A little old lady drove. And only the dinners corners. and the TV, TV. sets. She oh blows up goodness. the TV. That's a yeah. great movie, dude. Oh, it's all that's time. good stuff. No, certainly a childhood classic. But uh, but Nate, that's gonna wrap up episode 42, man. I think uh, I think the fans should like that. As always, thank you for tuning in. Like we do, we really do appreciate you guys. Giving us uh, lots of support and uh, and listening to the episodes. Uh, but and as maybe always, next time we put up an Instagram thing where we ask like for your feedback. Maybe give us some legitimate feedback, ladies and gentlemen. Yeah, let us know what you like about the show. And and uh, now listen, we'll catch you next week. Everyone, have a great week. Enjoy the Stanley Cup Finals. Enjoy the Euro. Enjoy the NBA. And we will catch up with you next week. Take care, everyone.